Hello everybody, welcome to episode 198, that is one, it's nine, and it's eight, it's the ENS Wolves podcast, I'm your host Nathan Judah, 198, almost, almost, up to crazy 200 mark, and before we start, listen very carefully to next week's episode, that's all I'm saying, that's all I'm saying, but listen very carefully to next week's episode. Uh, right, uh, Mr. Joe Edwards, look, the, the peeps are coming back, nearly 8,000 potentially at Molyneux for, for Man United uh, to, as, as, Wolves, as Wolves win 3-1, Raul scores a double, um, Wolves finish 7th, Joe, and everybody gets European football next season, it's, it's happening, I mean, Wolves are unbelievable, what's, what's going on? Brilliant, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it yeah. going, fella? Oh, all right, you bit of a tease, aren't you? It's, 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 ooh, oh, next, I'm always a tease, mate. Do you not listen to the last the last well, episode? I got I got a few complaints. I got a few complaints. A sleaze and a tease. A sleaze. Very good. Very yeah. good. You could make a journalist one day. Maybe. Um, maybe. Yeah. Maybe more Sun Daily Mirror, though. I think <laughs> uh, ra- rather than a broadsheet. But you know, you have got to start somewhere. Uh, but yeah, mate, it's a. Uh, it's all right, isn't it, at the moment? It's all right. It's always nice. It's been doom and gloom for a lot of this season. It's always nice to have, to talk about some wins. Because regardless of what goes on and regardless of where Wolves might finish, it just lifts the mood a little bit, doesn't it? Oh, big time. Um, said said the other day, and one for such a, such a long time in football. Um, and, yeah, they, you know, they, they've it's been... Big turnaround, to be honest, and and you know you talk, you see the the mood on social media. Or I'd imagine definitely the mood at Compton amongst the players and the staff, and you know, and the mood amongst fans, you know, watching at home and hopefully being in the ground for that final day of the season. But it's um, the mood has been lifted on the whole, and um, you know, there's still one or two who were like trying to dwell on the past. I mean, when I said Patricio. Uh, called a spider spider and had a very good game against Leeds. He was fantastic. Oh well, you said Ruddy should have come in last. I'm like, come on, that was that was weeks ago, and it was obviously weren't the best of calls. But you know what I mean. It's um, you know, I think let's just focus on the positives as much as we can now. And you know, yesterday's kind of news, you know, about the gradual easing of lockdown, try and look at it in a positive manner. Yeah, it may seem a bit slow and steady, but um, yeah, I don't know. The, the weather's getting a bit better as well. You know, the sun's the coming out. Bit, yeah, the sun so, is coming out. The sun's uh, coming out. It's, we come we on. might be able to have a coffee soon. We might be able to have an, have an, outdoor, an outdoor beer, potentially, yeah. uh, on the horizon, mate. Um, kind of Kestrel Super in... Uh, uh, in uh, West Park, me and you. Or, or some, or some lu- luxury pop, mate, if you want to go crazy from the last Lux- podcast as well. So, uh, luxury yeah, crazy pop. I, I did buy some beers, actually, from Aldi yesterday. Oh, um, okay, that sounds horrific. Just that sentence sounds horrific. Some beers from Aldi. What what were they? Box box beer and Heine Pen. <laughs> I don't think that's actually quite far off, to be honest. <laughs> Um, oh, no, nah, just some. They, they do some nice beers. They do all do they? like branded beers as well. Mm. Yeah. Um, when you say beer, you're you're talking about lager, not bitter. Yeah, not, not bitter. No, 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 no. no. no not like soapy bitter. Um, um, 
but yeah, I, I like. I, well, I say I like a beer. I haven't drank any of them yet. I, I, I was drinking Pepsi Max uh, Cherry last night. That was my drinking choice. See, Pepsi um, Max Cherry. I might um, have them at some point touch, this week. But with a with a bu- Yeah, you see, Pepsi Max Cherry. I quite like with some rum. With some really good rum, actually very very nice. Uh, some yeah. of the uh, the old. The old little mixed dancers used to drink that all the time and uh, got right. me on it. And I'm like, oh, delicious, mate. Absolutely delicious. But I must admit, I'm a little bit stressed. I'm a little bit stressed at the moment. Oh, here we go. Because, and I don't know whether people have this or not. So we, we've had we've had cleaners. We've, we've got cleaners in the house for the last few years or whatever. The, the yeah, we all, have, we, all, we all have cleaners in, in cleaners. our house. We've got cleaners, yeah, right. I yeah. get that, right. I get that, yeah. right. So, so we... Um, <laughs> So the cleaners moved out. Uh, they moved away from wherever we are, so they can't clean a house anymore. So, so we've got new cleaners coming tomorrow uh, to sort the house out. They're doing a deep clean, which involves ten hours of cleaning, which in itself, for me, sound, seems preposterous. How but dirty anyway, is your house? Well, it's not dirty. I mean, it's quite clean. I like to think. But anyway, that people have to do. You have to do a deep clean before you start cleaning. So oh, bloody like, Kim okay. and Maggie come in. Oh, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I'll is take, it, I'll take what is it? Is it Kim and who, who, who were them ones who used to do the program? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember them. Yeah, Channel Four. They used to do it. She was yeah. one, of, one of them's Cray Cray. She was on Celebrity Big Brother once. Yes, while ago. yes, 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 um, yes. So, so we've got these cleaners coming tomorrow, and I guess there's two of them. So it's ten hours. So they'll be here for five hours combined. And so the missus gets to comes to me yesterday, and she's like, "Right, come on, we need to start getting the house in order." And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What, what do you mean? She says, we've got to clean, we've got to get this sorted out, we've got to put all the clothes away, we've got to... I'm like, aren't they coming? Aren't they coming to clean the house for 10 hours on this deep clean? She's like, yeah, but you've got to clean the house before they come. I'm like, what? 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 Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So I've got to spend well, about 15 quid an hour. So it's going to cost me 150 quid tomorrow for this deep cleaning oh, in the commerce. And yeah, I've got to... So I'm cleaning the house all day today. For the cleaners to come. I'm not cleaning the house to be spick and span for someone to come and have a feather duster saying, all right, lovey, we're all, we're all done now. I'll have 150 quid, please. I want I want to be I'm, I want to be spilling stuff on purpose. I want to be hiding dirt to see if they've found it. But no, we, apparently we've got to clean clean the house, mate. Absolutely astonishing. So, you know, I'm up, I'm up this morning at 6 a.m. I've done, I've done my workout already. I'm, um, and, and then I'm, I'm getting plastic bags. I'm like, I'm on my hands and knees. Then I'm cleaning yeah. after that. And uh, it's, it's all crazy, man. Crazy, crazy. So, um, yeah, apparently apparently the rest of the day for me before um, I've got to cover some uh, Shrewsbury game tonight is, uh, is cleaning the house, mate. Cleaning Shea Judah for the cleaners to come. You've spent money on some questionable things in your time mm. you know mm. some questionable things i would say mm. this is uh, right and up there some questionable things absolutely yeah yeah right up there for me that is it, you've got to clean for the deep cleaners I, I, I don't i don't understand do you want me that. to give you you say you say spend uh, clean and, and spend some money on on some crazy things do you want me to give you something that's that's £4.95 with the best £4.95 you've ever spent in your life. Go on. Okay, I'll, I'll... mate, this is game-changing. And I, and anyone anyone who likes to, to eat healthy, you know, we're still in lockdown, we've probably got another six to seven weeks left before we can get out there properly. So a lot of people might be saying, okay, this is it now. I've got six weeks. Let's sort myself out. Let's try and lose a few pounds. Mate, 
This is unbelievable. This is going to change your life. It's changed my life over the last two weeks, I must admit. So Alana's got this nutritionist, Instagram famous nutritionist or whatever. I won't get into how much of that is, by the way, but it's ridiculous. Um, anyway, a lot of the things and a lot of the consultations you have and you do all your, um, you send all your, your blood in and you know you get all your, what you're good and what's bad for you and, you know, all that kind of gig. I don't know what they do these days, but, you know, you get all your good lists and bad lists of foods, what you're intolerant to. Anyway, she comes up with this menu and she's got like, not cheap foods, but foods that are incredibly nutritious, which you wouldn't think. Right. Mate, they have got, it's called Lodo, this this company, Lodo. And it's basically, they do all the low calorie alternatives, which I know a lot of companies do. But this is an original Lodo pizza base. Oh mm. my effing God, mate. It's unbelievable. Do you know how many calories this pizza base is? A pizza base? So a pizza base. It's just a pizza base. Obviously, you've got to put the toppings on top. Uh, how many do you reckon? 200, 300. Try 32 calories. Decent. 32 calories, low carb, high fibre, no sugar, no fat, loads of protein, loads of fibre. Tastes absolutely delicious. You do that, you put a little bit of um, tomato sauce or fresh tomato and basil on there. We've had barbecue chicken on there, a little bit of rocket you're having it, and it's and it's you wouldn't even tell that it's not it's not even it's just a thin tastes like a thin pizza. Bang it in the oven for ten minutes. Whatever toppings you want. Obviously, if you're smashing it full of cheese, then you know you're different. But you know you've got a good pizza for basically about 120 calories. You could have four pizzas for dinner, and you're still at about 600 calories. It's mate, it's game changing. So much so much that it's completely sold out, and it's only available at midday every day on the site now. Until stocks run out, it's amazing. Original Lodo bases. Are you sponsored by Lodo? I think. Well, I feel like I feel like we're looking for sponsorship, and Lodo <laughs> should be the calorie, free the lowest calorie bread the alternative. Wolves podcast, mate. Honestly, Lodo, amazing, amazing. <laughs> that's all. That, that's all I'm saying. But it's, it's going well, mate. It's going well. I'm two or three fitness sessions a day, 10, 10, 11 pounds down already, and, and and I'm eating pizza for dinner, mate. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I'm trying to do the same now. Um, I had an epiphany uh, last night while I was walking around the Isles of, Isles of Aldi. Um, <laughs> get, getting your, get, getting your, uh, getting your Smirnoff lice. <laughs> well, like, usually you'd be all kinds of crisps and chocolate and mm. whatever. And I, mm. I didn't put any of that in, actually. Um, and, yeah, it's... Um, it's it's time. It's time to, to try and get back to... You know, it's ex- time! It... Vader time, yeah, to to get back into. I was going more UFC, but that's fine. Oh, okay. I thought you was going Vader time. That's fine. Yeah, um, but yeah, just to get into some more acceptable shape and uh, for, ready for when, as you say, in about six seven weeks, that we can brave the big outdoors. Oh yeah. mate, wouldn't it be lovely? Wouldn't it be lovely? Right. Okay. Um, let's talk about braving the big outdoors. Uh, what was a braving at the moment? Uh, Ten points from a possible twelve, Joe. Uh, who yeah. saw this turnaround? And look, some of you know. Be, uh, the, the start of these wins were maybe somewhat fortunate with the Arsenal game, but look, they're built on that. And uh, it's amazing, you know, even not playing particularly well, 
but if you get the results, you start finding the confidence. And we always thought that the Leeds game was going to be a, um, an entertaining game. Not, not as many goals, of course, as we predicted. However, the most important things we predicted the correct result, which was Wolves winning, Wolves getting the three points. I really think that the, the, the way Leeds play is decent. I think that you know, they're not going to change and they're going to win. They're going to, they're going to lose, not going to draw a lot of games. But it definitely suited Wolves. And I think it gave them more space and it gave... You know, the, the, the wing backs and the, and the forwards, a chance to really have a go. And it was a really good, entertaining game, I think. Um, and, and Joe, look, fully deserved in the end. There were some really good performances on that pitch. Yeah, I, it was one of the most um, enjoyable games that I've watched for, for quite a while. Um, pr- probably one of the most enjoyable of, of 2020, uh, 2021, sorry. Um, yeah, just, just kind of a 90 minute performance that had. A lot of positives in he. I mean, the, the one negative of the night, of course, was Marcel going off again. But uh, we'll probably come on to that a bit more later. But um, you know, Rui Patricio was fantastic, and and to a man, really. I mean, I, I think in my player ratings, everybody was at least a seven out of ten, and nobody, you know, everybody kind of pulled their weight, really. Some more so than others, naturally. Um, but you know, this inverted winger system is working a treat. Not only for just those players that have switched around in Neto and uh, and Traore, but in terms of other positions on the pitch. So you know, Nevers and Matinho have targets in front of them more so now. That you know the the wingers aren't hugging the touchline and the striker isn't so isolated. You know, Jose has men closer to him. He had a better game as well. Of course, that goal is is still evading him, but he he you know it was much more like it. Good interplay. And the and the wing backs are really better benefiting. I, I think Samado especially is um, you know now starting to put in a series of performances really that suggests that he's finally you know at long last really acclimatising to the Premier League and really starting to feel confident and more assured in in his actions. So on the whole, really, there's a lot to be there's a lot to be positive about. I mean, Leeds, you know, have a have a potent attacking line and of course Bamford had one in the net which was marginally offside um, but Rafinha I thought was kept pretty quiet and mm-hmm. I think Rafinha has been you know, one of the real breakthrough stars of the season really in the Premier League uh, Harrison was kept quiet by um, by Semedo in, in as much in that he got taken off towards the end and so on the whole, I think defensively on an on an attacking front, you know, that of course there are things still to improve. I think set pieces there look a bit fragile. Um, Cooper had a series of headers which required saving, and it's still not quite clicking in attack. It's on its way; they're heading in the right direction, but it still needs polishing up a little bit. There's, there's things to work on, but Wolves are certainly heading in the right direction. It seems. Yeah, you can see that Jose uh, definitely put himself at. About a lot more, I think, was uh, was definitely more mobile. And that might come with just you know acclimatizing and getting up to speed. And uh, and I thought he worked quite well. Of course, Traore, um, the confidence to to kind of like run and cut inside, and that's what you want. You want people like Adama Traore and Pedro Neto to cut inside. If you're a fullback, if you're if you're if you're a fullback, you're desperate to 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 just show them the line, show them the line, go down there because you're not really going to hurt you. They're not, they're not going to hurt you, you know, apart from getting a decent crossing, which is maybe one in every five or six. Let them have the cross. But it's when you cut in sound, when you've got the pace of someone like Traore and you're running through into the centre of the pitch, that's when alarm bells start. And we know what he can do. And, you know, absolute thwack. And it was an amazing shot. I wish it had gone in on itself. But, you know, he's created 
suited that and uh, himself. And it was a moment of individual brilliance that was, was going to win that game. And look, it wasn't. Okay, it was an own goal in the end, but but just the shot and and the fact that I mean, you saw the space he had. As soon as he turns inside, no one can kind of keep up with him. And it was still way outside the box before he took that shot. But it definitely opens up a lot more. Um, areas for other people not, not just try to shoot but other people to run into space because he completely carves defences open when he's doing that that's the last thing you want to see not only as a as a, as a as a right back if he's on the left hand side but also as a right hand side of centre back you've got Traore running at you what do you do? do you do you try and track him because you know the right back's lost him or do you try and track the central striker because he could be you know he could be behind you waiting for a ball and Traore could just quite easily slip them in 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 another instance so it just opens up a whole new set of options for Wolves going forward yeah I think it I think it works a treat and you know you you look at it from a fallback point of view and you say well I'll stop him cutting inside well that is far easier far easier said than done I mean look at somebody like Ian Robin who basically you know obviously a very special talent but his whole career was cutting into on his left foot and having shots at goal and you know he played at the highest level and you know, became one of the best wingers in in Europe for many years, and and I, I think that's you know that you know you look at somebody like Traore who can be very effective and has got so much pace and so much raw power and skill as well, and I think you know to get the best out of him, you know that that is that is certainly you know an experiment that's worth persisting with because um, you know not just at Wolves. I mean, you look at um, you look at other clubs in the country. I mean. Marcus Rashford is devastating down that left side at the minute. I mean, you saw his goal against Newcastle the other night where he kind of stood the right back up, kind of thought he was going to go down the line, cut him inside and then beat the keeper at the near post. And it was just, it was classic kind of wing play from somebody mm. cutting inside into onto their stronger foot and, and then, you know, unleashing it to kind of devastating effect. And, and while... The, the goal didn't go down as Traoré's in the end, a bit unfortunate in that regard. I mean, Melier, I mean, he, he couldn't really do anything about it, but that was that was it as well. Kind of cutting in on, onto your stronger foot, you get a sight at goal and have a go. And that, that, that was the good thing to see as well from Wolves, in that they were getting so many shots off. And yes, they did have a bit of luck on their side with the winner. But they'd already accumulated quite a lot of efforts on target, and ultimately, if you don't buy a ticket, when you're not going to win the raffle, are you? So they they get they get the shots off. They have goals on goal, and they've been so shot shy on on so many occasions this season. I like this approach. I like this approach. Kind of shoot on sight. Yet yeah, I think Neto was culpable for being perhaps a little bit greedy at times. I mean, there was that one early in the second half which he could have squared over to uh, Jose. But um, on the whole, getting shots off and asking questions of the keeper, it's exactly what you want to see. Wolves haven't scored many goals this season and um, they're, they're, they're looking to change that. You can see it clearly. You say you don't buy a ticket, you're not going to win the raffle slash lottery. Did you, did you hear about that guy in the Euro Millions this week? I don't think I did, no. Oh, Go on. mate. Unbelievable. So he's bought a lucky dip at the Euro Millions. I think Euro Millions, you've got to match... Five balls and the two bonuses to win the Euro Millions. Yes, so, yeah. So he he matches the two bonuses and matches four numbers out the five. So one off, one hundred and eighty-six million. Oh, one hundred eighty-six million. One number off, and he got. Get this. Do you know how much he got? No. Go on. Six six hundred and sixty-six quid. What? Is that it? 680 odd million quid. And he got he got the devil's number 666 quid. I think it was in Scotland and he 
He bought a takeaway for him and his family. I mean, good that God. Is, that is that's, that's gross, isn't it? You'd think he'd get at least a grand. Yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? You'd think he'd be at least 10 grand, probably. It's, yeah, yeah. Like, God. Six, six, six. Someone is definitely trolling in there. So. Yeah, taking, uh, taking the piss there. <laughs> like I mean, each to, wow. to, to a man, I thought they were decent at Leeds uh, against Leeds, and I looked done the double over them, and uh, you know I said at the time he's spoiling the narrative. I mean, so, I, mean I did listen, watch uh, some of the game back. I mean, the Leeds commentary, I mean, was yeah, astonishing, Joe. Like I, I get it, and don't get me wrong. Like you know, Wolves were the club to that the, were the, the the media darlings when they first came up and doing so well. Uh, it was Leeds this season. Fine, don't talk about Wolves. I don't want anyone to talk about Wolves. Let them go and do their own thing. Um, but it is it is amazing when people talk about you know Leeds and, and how well they've done this season, and when Wolves leapfrog them in the table, having a inverted commas down season. Um, and I think it just not 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 just um, not just on evidence of the positions, but just shows that people still think oh Leeds have done really well this season. Bls is a magician. He's a master. And, he, and they're 11th or oh, they're 12th at the moment. It may be lower. Oh, let me have a look at the yeah. table. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, Leeds, Leeds are 12th at the moment. And they're saying they're, doing a, they're having a great season. And they are having a great season. Because when you come up from the Premier League and you're 12th, you haven't, you've had a fantastic season with, with no problems with relegation. But it just shows, Joe, when Wolves come up and then go 7th, 7th, and you've got people lauding Leeds and how good they are, to get to get back to back sevens, I mean that's incredible, and yeah. and I know they got credit, but it just shows how hard that is to do, and then the fact that you have a down season, you're still above this team that are, that are, you know, sunshines out bloody people's backsides. There is amazing, really. It's, it's, it's astonishing, really, isn't it? And it just it just shows shows it up sometimes of how 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 well they did in those first two years and going forward. Yeah, and 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 to be. You know, a successful team in the Premier League. I mean, obviously, you have got to play good football, but like Leeds are kind of, pe- you know, all all or nothing, aren't they? To it to an extent, and I think you know, for them to, you know, I think Stuart Dallas said before the game that they want to try and emulate Wolves and and be on that kind of level. But I think for them, long term, they'll have to kind of look at shaking up their approach, just as Wolves did, because. Wolves, Wolves, that first season back. What, what's going on with you? you Sorry, I'm, uh, I'm drinking and I've got, I've got this, this new water bottle. What? That, um, it's like it's like metal and it's very difficult to close the lid on it. Um, so it makes this horrendous <laughs> noise, which is which is annoying now, but even more annoying when I'm doing it at four in the morning when I've got it by bedside table and Lana's waking up going, what are you doing? I'm, I'm just closing I'll, my water bottle. I'd be, I'd be doing the same. I'd be, yeah. yeah. Kicking me, mate. Kicking me with your uh, yeah. with, with, with your with your toenails that need cutting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I just just back to back to that point. Yeah, buddy, sorry. Um, the we're going a bit all over in tangent today. But to be honest, I'm fine with it. I quite yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah. I'm making so, no apologies. So so Leeds play this attacking brand of football, and mm. Wolves probably played their best football. Under Nuno, you'd, you'd mm. say in well in the Premier League at least in that first season in mm-hmm. the Premier League mm-hmm. you'd say, but you've got to kind of evolve with the times a little bit and you've got to sharpen up a bit more defensively and be a bit more rearguard at times and a bit more conservative. The Wolves had gone too much that way for 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 a lot of this season, 
Um, but they seem to get in, be getting that balance back now. So um, yeah, there's, there's been a lot of a, of a loving for, for Leeds, and not understandably because they do play good stuff and they and they are, especially from a neutral point of view, they are always good value because you mm. know you're going to get goals and you're going to get good football. Yeah, but for 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 them to kind of emulate, I guess what what the Wolves have done, I think you've got to be. There comes a point where you've got to be a bit more conservative because mm. you know you do look at what some someone like a you know a Sheffield United has done this season and completely now's dived the other way. And I don't think Leeds, you know, I think Leeds have got better quality than they have. But there comes a time where you have to be a bit more conservative, adapt a little bit more, perhaps be a little bit more boring. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, because I, I, I don't quite know whether Leeds' approach is sustainable, really, in the long term. Because I think there will be a point where they get found out. To be honest, absolutely. I mean, look at Sheffield United this season as well, don't you? I mean, they're down. Basic, well, they are down. And yeah, uh, and uh, you know, obviously had a good season, but you need to change. You need to adapt uh, with the times. And if you don't, and, and you try and do the same, you know, you'll, you'll be found wanting. That's exactly what you've done. So credit's got to go to all. It's got to go to Nuno with the way that they keep changing and finding. And obviously, you know, they've had a difficult season with injuries uh, and, and loss of star names. And, and so the fact that they, they're sitting where they are on the table is, is, is absolutely brilliant at the moment. Absolutely brilliant. Um, before I ask you where Wolves could finish, Joe, I, I want to go on to... Well, no, no, I'm going to ask you now. Let's ask you now. Where, where, where can Wolves finish? So let's have a look. So they are, they're 11th at the moment, 33 points. Uh, look, only three points away from... And we're in eighth position. Um, and uh, by the way, it's been absolutely dreadful recently. I mean, awful, awful. And that's with and without Grealish. So, um, you know, three points away uh, in eighth of Villa. Everton are in seventh. So they are seven points away. So that, that might be tough. But... I see Wolves in a mini league at the moment between eighth and I'm going to put go all the way down to Southampton in fourteenth, and Wolves are eleventh. And Spurs are in there, Arsenal are in there. Um, look, there's no reason why they can't if if they finish great, finish at the top of that group or near the top. Definitely a top ten slot. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think seventh is probably a bit too far to mm-hmm. be honest. Um, you know, Everton have got a got a seven point head start and they've got a game in hand. Um and be, they will be, be Liverpool Monday night football. <laughs> yeah, and they will carry on picking up points. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, they've got a good team yeah. and got a good manager. You know, they will they will carry on picking up mm-hmm. points. Mm-hmm. Spurs you have to think inevitably will start picking up a little bit. Um I don't think Arsenal as much. I, I no. mean I, I think Spurs, you know, they're on a bad run, but you'd imagine Kane will start scoring a few again. And yeah, so I think yeah, you're probably looking really, as you say, up towards eighth. I think, and I think Villa are, you know, yeah, definitely the team that you're probably targeting most of overtaking. Mm-hmm. Um, they've lost their way a little bit. They they look a bit, you know, I watched them the other day against Leicester, and they're. They've almost become very predictable going forward. You know, yeah. they, they, Barkley's struggling into... now. Any Triore struggling when, when yeah. you know, obviously Grealish doesn't give you a lot of protection anyway going forward. And then you know, I mean, Ming's concert. I mean, the mayor, but fine, cashes out. So you've got a few. You can't keep relying on your keeper to keep you in games. You know, no, and and 
I mean, yeah. So I think they're 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 the ones that you're trying to trying to look at really. Um, I mean, West Ham could perhaps tail off at some point, but yeah, but you're not catching well. twelve points but ahead. Not, West yeah, Ham. they're twelve points ahead. So even if they do fall off, I think they'll still be, you know, at, you know, they'll probably be in top seven, top yeah. eight. Yeah. Top so, seven. so I think you know, for Wolves, they're eleventh at the minute. Um, I think a top ten, a top ten finish should be respectable considering where they were at mm-hmm. the turn at the turn of the year, and I think it's very much achievable. I mean, Leeds, of course, in twelfth, Palace in thirteenth, Southampton in fourteenth. I mean, Palace that game against Brighton was just a joke. <laughs> um, two shots on goal and mm. they win the game. Mm. Um, Southampton, I, I think you know they'll, they'll obviously be fine, but you know they're, they're they're in a bit of a rut, aren't they? And yeah. You know, so I think Wolves are in a, a well placed to finish above those teams that they're currently above. It's just whether they can bridge the gap on on one on a, on a few, you know, a bit further up. But I, I think Arsenal and Villa um, are very much, um, you know, kind of targetable. I think, mm-hmm. as I say, I think Spurs will pull away a bit more again. Yeah. But um, yeah, eighth or ninth, that'd be that'd be you know a very very good finish mm-hmm. uh, considering where they were. Um, but I'll probably say I'll say tenth. Okay, I mean I'll say tenth. Top ten, I think, would be from considering the season they've had and and you know the way that they've played and and, and the the issues they've had to overcome. Fair play, I think that that would be that would be excellent. Right, um, section. Before we go on to on to questions, Joe, uh, we want to talk about and, and really have a, have a have a look at a bit more in depth this week. Is is left back. Yes. Or left wing back going into go now and going into next season. It's, it's no no um, no coincidence that Wolves have picked up when Johnny Johnny's come back into the side and look he's getting more minutes under his belt. Uh, maybe get seventy five, maybe at Newcastle. Uh, but he's they've had to obviously come in very carefully with him, and I think they've done a brilliant job. And to be honest, you know he is he's brilliant, Johnny. Absolutely superb. He just fills you with confidence every time he's on the ball. Um, and and look, fingers crossed. Johnny's fit next year, ready to go. So you've got to look. I think looking forward. So you've got you've got Ait Nori, you've got Marcel. Obviously, you saw Marcel who, who came on for Johnny, and then birthday boy, and then came off, uh, injured again. And look, this isn't anything new. John uh, Marcel's been injured plenty of times this season. Wolves have got, you know, Wolves have bought some injured players before. People have had injury history. Marcel's no different. Marcel's had an injury history before he came to Wolves. So it's not as if he's been unlucky. You know, they, they obviously knew that there was an element of risk there. But I think maybe when you're trying to get someone who's got that Champions League experience, who's who, who's got, you know, who's played at the top level you, you, and you're signing them for, for the kind of the money that you are, that's why they're as cheap as what, you know, what you're going to get them for. So we all know that Marcel's good, you know, when he's a fit, but... When, in inverted commas, I mean, when is he going to be fit? So next season, you've got Marcel, who's got one more year left on his contract. You've got Johnny, who, if fit, is going to be your number one. You've got Aitnori, who's available on for, for 20 million quid, who replaced Marcel. And then you've got Ruben Vinagra, who is on loan, who is a Wolves player. Where do you see this left wing-back, left-back situation happening? And, and, and does it change... Um, the future of people if Nuno wants to play a back four next season rather than a back five slash back three. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. I mean, twenty million for Ryan Eight Nuri. I, I I don't, you know, that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. I do like him. 
I, I do like what he's about, and I like the you know the, the the way he goes about things. I think he has got he has got ve- you know he's got very high ceiling of potential. I think he's got you know, you know a, a good amount of talent, but he does blow hot and cold. He's very inexperienced still. I think he's still under about fifty senior games, and you know with such youth, he's gonna he's gonna come in consistency and. You know, ultimately, if you're going to pay twenty million for a backup fullback, I just, you know, I think the money can be spent more wisely uh, elsewhere, unless he comes in, you know, and you know, as a blowaway kind of few performances. But with Johnny Fit and working his way back to full fitness and looking so good, mm. you know, he he's, he hasn't he hasn't missed a beat, has he? Really? So you know, you don't really see the opportunity there for him. Mm-hmm. So you look at Marcel. I mean, he'll have a year remaining on his contract. I mean, you know, I, I don't think I think he'll stick around. To be honest, um, you know, considering his injury record and how, how this year's gone, I don't think anybody had really come in and be absolutely, you know, wanting to take him off Wolves' hands majorly. So I, I think you know he'd probably be sticking around. And he said himself that he wants to have a proper crack at the Premier League. So I think you've got those two, and then so if you've got those two, then I don't see the point really of uh, spending twenty million on Eight Nuri. Mm-hmm. Then you've got Vinagre to factor in, um, who you know I, I don't know whether long term he's he, he's the best best fit for Wolves, but he's had a good couple of performances at Famalicão in in Portugal, and ultimately he's Wolves' player. And I don't think they would get a massive fee for him in the summer anyway. You know what I mean? Mm. It, it, they've got to make a decision there. Is it worth landing him out when, you know, they've probably got Marcel who's probably going to pick up another couple of injuries along the way. So, mm. Well, I see you can't, you can't guarantee that Marcel's going to be fit next season, no, can you? No, so, I mean, in an ideal world, I, I think they would get somebody in there as... You know, kind of a a bit of a young up and comer. Maybe you'd have to check this out. But whether there is any scope to kind of reduce that fee on eight Nuri, that would be an interesting one. I mean, it is a he's a twenty million pound option, mm. and that that seems a lot of money. But whether well, there could be, yeah. Well, yeah, whether there'd be scout for some leeway between them and Angers, I'm not quite sure on the terms of the contract. But yeah. Well, we had a chat about this, didn't we? Post match at Leeds, saying yeah. about these 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 guys who were available, you know, for for set fees at the end of the season, and whether there's some kind of you know room for negotiation. You know, I mean, William Jose, twenty two million quid. You know, if you if Wolves go back and say, look, we're not going to spend twenty two million quid on him, but we'll have him for 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 twelve or eight. You know, and and there's some kind of you know with with add-ons. Uh, same with Ike Nuri, that then that's an option that that Wolves could could potentially explore. I think, was it um, who did you say was the striker that that that, that well, happened? Yeah, to? I don't know. I don't know if 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 I'm I, I am remembering remembering this right, but it was Bonatini that mm. had an option. I think they took it up eventually on the final kind of week that it was there. I, mm. I was seeming to think that they didn't take up the original option and then went back in, but I don't know if that is right. But yeah, I think. There could be scout for that. It's just dep- I mean, obviously, we we're not football agents, and um, you know, we, we we don't know whether there's if it's set in stone. But if there was perhaps you know scout for reducing that eight Nuri fee, I'd look I'd look at it and give it serious consideration. But twenty million seems too much to me. Yeah, Joe, if you let's say let's say let's say let's say for argument's sake, then you get it down a few million quid. Let's say you get it to eighteen million or seventeen million or fifteen million. 
Um, is Ike Nuri fifth? And let's say Vinagra's got a sell-on clause of next to nothing. Let's say three or four million quid. Are you willing to take a 10, 10 12 million hit to bring Ike Nuri back as a backup left wing back slash left back who, who, who you know is going to hopefully be better in, in one or two years' time and ease him into it? Or is, is there much difference between him and Vinagra anyway from what you've seen? I think there's a massive difference. Okay. I think I think he's got I think he's a better footballer than than Vinagro in that. I think he's better with the ball at his feet. I think he's probably more uh kind of a gifted passer, a bit more cultured, a bit more assured than Vinagro. Vinagro Vinagra really to me is like a winger playing as as a as a wing back, you know what I mean? When you see him he, he, the, his real strengths are carrying the ball and mm. going past players. I mean, for Malice, I put a highlight video of his performance the other day, and pretty much all of it was taking men on. Mm. You know, it wasn't necessarily making tackles and and passes across the pitch. It was. But getting... is he someone if you're going to change your formation, Joe, and, and have an option? And if he's a Wolves player already, to to have him okay as an emergency left wing back, but also someone who can play on that left hand side further up the pitch. And when we've talked about Nelson, Nelson Semedo saying, "Look on another team," and, and yeah, he has improved massively at the back. But he could be one who goes on the right hand side sometimes because he goes further forward. And you think that he's more comfortable attacking than he is defending at times. Could 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 you not see Vinagra coming into that and almost be a backup? We we'll talk about backups. We we'll talk about squad depth. And if you are going to challenge and you are going to push for Champions League football then you need to be um, having one or two people in the same position and, and you know what Nuno's like he likes to have people who, who can play all over the pitch and if, if Vinacqua can play all the way down that left hand side from left back all the way up to, to left wing isn't that someone who, who might appeal if he does come on and finish the season strong in Portugal yeah yeah I, 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 you know I think um, I, I think as I say it's it's too much rate, ain't new the the current price. If they could reduce that by a good amount, then yes, I'd I'd have a I'd have a look at it. But if if Vinagre ends the season strong, he's ultimately your player and he's still got, you know, a, a fair few years on his Wolves contract as well. Mm-hmm. It's not as if they kind of need to make an immediate decision there. I think he's still contracted to something like twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four, maybe. When he signed permanently, he signed a massive contract. It was yeah. like a five, six-year deal. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, he's, he's ultimately their player to, to to kind of have a look at. And yeah, I, I think the time was there for him to to move on. The, the you know he, he had stagnated. Mm. But um, they're not yeah. short of options, though, are they? You know, you, like you said, you've got no. You, you've it's, got it's probably Johnny, a good problem to have. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Johnny could be playing 90% of the games. You think that he plays every game when fit, and then, of course, you know you need a rest for a League Cup or whatever, or, or FA Cup. But, you know, if you've got Johnny, if you've got Marcel, if you've got one of Ignori or Vinagre, you'll have, you know, you'll have Ryan Giles, who'll probably go on loan again. But, you know, there's options there. Whether they're good enough options for me, Johnny's your number one starter anyway, left wing back. So, you know, of course, if you lose him, then, then you've got to mix and match. And we've seen... Um, um, Max Kilman play there. We said Roman Sais play there. So and th- those aren't those aren't the correct options. That's square pegs in round holes scenario. But what I'm saying is, is that it's not. I think when you're looking at the attention and, and what situation needs happening next season, that's not going to be an area where they're very wor- worried on. There are options there, you know, within. Uh, and and obviously, if they want to spend money on Aitnori, then then someone they can bring in, and then that's kind of that left hand side sorted. Yeah, I think so. I think the, the the real priority 
lies in other areas. Mm-hmm. That, that, that that's spine of the team that we keep yeah. referring to. Centre sure. mid, centre back, centre forward. That they're the three key positions that need strengthening in the summer. Um, left back, you know, Vinagra could well come in. I mean, I. I I said Catrone never come back, albeit he was only back for two weeks, but he did come back. So um, anything's possible with Vinagra. Uh, great stuff. Yeah, enjoy that, uh, Joe. Good little, good little chat there. An interesting one to to keep keep an eye on uh, going forward into the the remainder of the season and and beyond. Right. Uh, let's time for questions. Before we get onto questions, though, I want to say uh, first of all, um, congratulations to the fan cast who had just had their 500th episode. 500! Unbelievable. Um, they have a variety of different podcasts. I mean, massive team now, uh, the fan cast lads and um, obviously David Evans stepped down uh, earlier on this season um, after a stalwart. I think came back, retired then came back and uh, <laughs> they do they do different, not, not just football ones, they do a variety of great, of great uh, material. So, so well done to them. Uh, and also to Wandering Wolf, who were the uh, the newest kids on the block from the fans' point of view. They've got their new YouTube channel, uh, Martin Rhodes and Craig Fullwood. I uh, had a chat with them last week, I think it was. Um, so um, really good content. So I'll tell you what, I was trolling through some of the stuff though, mate. Honestly, I mean, not, not, not theirs. I mean, Wandering Wolf's are great, but there's so much fan stuff out there at the moment. I haven't heard yeah. of half the people, to be honest, that had been doing them for years. It's crazy the amount of stuff there. Some of it's great. I'm sure some of it's not so great, but... Um, but yeah, I mean, Fancast great, Wandering Wolf great, and uh, there's plenty of other great options there. And uh, they do a really good job, and people work very hard. And you've got to remember, these these aren't people's jobs as well. These are pe- you know, people doing yeah. it for a hobby and stuff. So so fair play, long may it continue. Uh, right, okay. Are you ready for some questions, please, Mr. Jer Edwards? Yes. All right, bebe. Uh, Darren May is just, just basically, I mean, it's not really a question. He's just excited. He says, support at the Man U game. Wow, that'll be goosebump moment here. See, senor, resonating around Molyneux. 7,500 supporters will make it feel like a full house. I tell you what, Joe, if that does happen and you are allowed fans and everything goes according to plan, come the last game of the seasons, I would not want to be Wolves dishing out tickets for that game. <laughs> oh, no. goodness me. I mean, I'm sure it'll go on the old... Uh, Loyalty the old points. point system, the yeah. loyalty points that uh, not many people talk about. I don't think on uh, on social media, but no. um, it. Uh, can you see? Can you see if that goes well and you get the seven and a half thousand? Can you see full houses at Molyneux next season? Yeah, I think so. The, what, mm. what, but by the way, they're, they're talking about you know, you know, having. Well, it seems to be saying that they're going to try and have a, a full kind of showpiece event at Wembley for the Euro twenty twenty one final. So mm. it's. Um, yeah, yeah, and and what was I do find interesting? It was some something our one of our colleagues Matt Mayer said yesterday, is that you know some of these Premier League teams might kind of um, kick up a bit of a fuss about fans being in for the final day, especially maybe not so much Wolves, but you know teams that are towards the bottom, and is it an unfair advantage? You know, is it a case of the previous round of fixtures, which are mm. due to take place on the weekend, will they be brought forward to kind of the Monday night and the and the Tuesday night just to kind of make sure that kind of everyone gets a fair crack of the whip, really? Well, unless, it, you're, every- unless you're finishing away away. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, but, but I get like, what you mean. Yeah, yeah. So it's it does open up a little bit. Of a, mm. of a can of worms, really. I mean, Wolves are fortunate that they that they are due to play at home on the on the final day. But the, mm. you know, there's some teams that that, that 
you know, obviously Man United that you know are, are going to be away, and I don't know if there's any scope for away fans. Um, so yeah, it's um, opens up a little bit of a can of worms, but it'd be not it'd be lovely to see it. And what I will say is that the one game that I did with fans this season, uh, Anfield, uh, when Wolves lost bloody four 0 there, mm. um, there was only two thousand fans in the cop, but they. It, it felt like a lot more. Yeah. You know, they, they, they really made themselves heard and it really did make a difference. Um, so, you know, if it's 7,500 or, or whatever, you know, it will feel like, you know, a, a fantastic atmosphere and it'll be so welcome. Because for us, I mean, it, it's been, you know, obviously a privilege to be able to still go to these games, but some have been very tough, you know, especially when the football hasn't been great. And there's no atmosphere, and you can hear everything. It's you know some of that have been real kind of mm-hmm. you know tough watches to be honest. So getting fans back in would be uh, would be brilliant, and it, it, it's just I'm just happy it's being discussed. I mean, even if it you know there is a setback and it does end up being delayed till to the start of next season, which would be a shame. But I'm just glad it's being discussed and the, the idea is being brought up. Yeah, it'll be a, it might be a good game actually that that last game of the season because if Man United have already got let's say top four secured, um, you know Man City I'm sure are going to run away with the title. They're a different different beast at the moment. But let's say Man United finish second or finish third, they haven't got too much to play for. They're still in the Europa League, so they might be having a, you know one eye on that. Um, going away, nothing to play for. Don't want to pick up any injuries. Could be with the Euros coming up as well. That could be a really good game for Wolves actually. Yeah, uh, yeah. So. Kamikaze end to end yeah Gail Holford Gail Holford says um, um, basically where do you think we'll end up at the ta- end, end up at the table so you kind of said that Joe you think they, they could finish 10th I tenth. think they might they might finish yeah, ninth, ninth or 10th I think um, is something that, that Wolves could go for I don't think top 7's quite in their reach however no. stranger things have happened they need to go on a run if they were First of all, they need to win the next three games for me. They need to win to, to win at Newcastle, uh, beat Villa, which I think they have to do if they're going to do that. Uh, and, and, then, uh, and, beat, and beat Man City in between. Which... Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, Man City in between as well, yeah, and then Liverpool as so. well. But they need to go on. They need to win three out of the next four for me for them to start having a really good look at that. But, you know, like I say, don't put anything past Wolves. Um, but but a lot of people asking this, and, and Gail's asked it as well, uh, Doc, really struggling big time at Spurs uh, Jose say it's not really working out for him um, I mean you, you, you could have seen this a mile off to be honest um, especially the way when you go and play for a Mourinho side and if you're out of favour would you have him back there's quite a few people who are asking that uh, today Joe so of course you've done uh, two articles on Semedo today and about how he's improved but uh, kind of did hint on the fact that you could see Semedo potentially moving further forward in, in a system or having that option there you talk about having two two options at right back. I know you've got Key John Hoover. Would you have Dot back if he was available at a, at a cut price deal? Or is that not. ship sailed now? No, I think that ship sailed. I think we said as much last week. Um, you know, if sentiment, you know, if heart rules it, I think I'd say yes. But when you think about it, you know, trying to apply a bit of logic to it and. You know, I, I think ultimately, you know, they've spent a lot of money on Nelson Semedo, and I wasn't convinced at all in the first few months. And you know, I, I still think he's he's a work in progress, but there are signs now that he's starting to to develop. And when you do look at the stats, yes, the game's not all about stats, but there are clear pluses to his game. I mean, he, he's he's only he's second in Europe 
mm. in the Europe's top five leagues when it comes to dribbling. So successful dribbles, taking men on. There's only one player above him, Javi Galan of, of Huesca in the Spanish. Oh, player, uh, uh, by the yeah, way. Player, Javi. yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, in the Spanish top flight. So, I mean, he loves you know, an espresso in the morning, just have it. <laughs> so, he, he, he's, he's, the, he's the second best dribbler when it comes to defenders in Europe. And he's Wolves' best tackler, um, most successful tackles. And I think he's about fifth in the Premier League um, in, def- in defenders for tackles. And he's 11th overall for overall players. Only one tackle behind N'Golo Kante, who you know, you'd probably class as the best ball winner in you know in the league. If you if you had to kind of guess who was top, you'd probably say Kante. Well, so, Fred, Fred goes on in, in, in that in what you're saying, Joe, and says well, how Durant Nelson Semedo's recent performances in the right backs in the league. I'd, I'd say he's in. He's probably similar to where Wolves are in the table. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd probably say he's about eight, four, ninth kind of kind of stuff because I mean obviously Tottenham are above Wolves but their right back situation as we say Doherty's not been playing they've played Tanganga there Aurier none of them have really solidified their play so I think you'd, you'd sooner have Samedo than that kind of trio at the minute um, you know Villa Cash is injured and, and you know El Mohamedi's there and Samedo's a better player than El Mohamedi um, so yeah I, I mean you look at the top sides I mean Cancelo's amazing Wan-Bissaka, I mean, yeah, he's not the finished article, but he's the top tackler and he has got clear pluses to his game. Alexander-Arnold's been poor recently, but he's still a great player. James, you know, Kufal has been brilliant for West Ham. Mm. So he's, he's not he's not in that top top Justin. bracket. Mm. Yeah, James Justin has been fantastic. Mm. You know, they, they've got Castagna and Pereira as well. So he's not in that top bracket, no. you know, but he's... He's around where Wolves are, you know. He's, he's, he's a work in progress, but heading in the right direction. Yeah, and, he's, um, he's, yeah. yeah it, definitely. He's, he's, got to, he's got to start scoring scoring a couple. I mean, I know he, it's not the, the you know it's not what you buy a fullback slash wing back for, but I mean, he's got in a lot of positions recently, and he'll he'll want to get a goal or an assist soon. Um, I think he probably should be a bit more productive with his crossing as well. I think that's an area where he can brush up on. But in terms of take-ons and tackling and getting his footing and being busy, he's not shying away. And um, I think slowly but surely he's growing in confidence and um, we're starting to see you know, what Wolves paid so, so much money for now. Yeah, that chance against Leeds, didn't he, where he goes either side of the keeper, it's a goal. Uh, so, yeah, yeah he's, he's definitely got to, to start. But it will, t- it will take time. It will take time. Um so, no, so no, not, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have her docked back. You know, um, I think Kian Hoover is a good young player, and mm-hmm. he can, you know, he can learn from him. So, yeah, I don't really see where he fits in. There are more, as I say, there's more priority areas to address. Yeah, I mean, I don't. For me, is not even in the, in the in the consideration for top right backs in the league, Fred. To be honest, but not saying I think I think he's got the growth to potentially be one of them. Um, but he's got to put five, six, seven games together like that. You know, let, let, yeah. you know not not one or two. Um, okay, I'll give you this. I'll give you this scenario then, Joe. Um, let's say uh, Tottenham need Tottenham need a right back. We, we all know Mendes' ties. Um, um, Tottenham Tottenham bid through Mendes eighteen million pound. For Nelson Semedo plus a swap deal with Doc. <laughs> so Wolves got eighteen million and Doc. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't think Spurs will sell him. 
No. I don't, I don't think they will. I think, you know, Mourinho, it, I think there's more chance of Mourinho going than Doc, mm-hmm. to be honest, in the summer. Yeah. yeah. I think they'll probably get a new manager. There's all this talk about Nagelsmann. And I think they'll get a more progressive manager, a more attack-minded manager, um, probably in the summer. Um, I think Mourinho could well win the cup and then walk away, mm. and then, and then, they've, and then they've got you know a, a new manager and a bit a bit of kind of more belief and a, perhaps a bit more attacking system. If they start playing a five at the back, then then he'll be he'll be just fine. Or if they give yeah. him a bit more license, but you can see that that Mourinho team is just very kind of very kind of defensive minded at the minute. Yeah, where you look at sort of like someone like Tuchel comes in and completely changes it, and all of a sudden players who were who were out, you know, out in the cold like Alonso come in and, and are the main men. So you know, like you say, a manager yeah. change is probably what what a lot of players need there. Um, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens on that. I don't really care about Spurs. Um, right, uh, Paco Drum. <laughs> Paco Drum says, uh, having found out that Nathan Judah cannot be trusted around your spouse. What other things can you both not be trusted on? She wasn't married. This was like. 15 years ago it was just a random person it was unbelievable Paul, hashtag appalling behaviour hashtag still in shock you know everybody everybody goes through a period don't they when you're young and you're you know you're 20 mid 20 well not you you're with your early 20s and married mate but uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah between 24 and 26 I uh I had a good time. That's all I can say. Uh, what what other things can you not be both trusted around Joe what, what, what can you not be trusted around I don't know I think I'm quite a trustworthy guy. Really? So. Yeah. I I cannot be trusted around peanuts or nuts or tortilla chips if they're out in my kitchen. Yes. I can't walk past them without having a munch, grabbing a handful of nuts and just sticking them in my mouth. Mm, yeah. Love that. Love that. <laughs> Um, got some, got some almonds out. I should have got tweets to the about about my favourite nuts of the day. Uh, so I've got, I've got pecans or pecans, if you want to call them, at my top. I know a lot of people like pistachio, but um, but yeah, we've got some almonds out at the top. They're dry roasted, but there were no oil, none of this greasy nature. They're like really, really good. Mm. And I must have, must have passed them the other day, and uh, they were delicious, delicious. Must have had about twenty-five to thirty of them. I'm not really a nut guy. No, nah. You're yeah. more of a you're more of a tomato snaps guy, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's delicious. Delicious. Yeah, I haven't had them for a while, man. They're, I know they're, they're fantastic. Oh, brilliant! Tomato yeah. snaps. Oh, mm. delicious. Getting um, on it. Right. Uh, we'll we'll leave the Chris talk. Maybe we'll come back to it next week <laughs> if we're uh, struggling for a slot. Uh, Howling Wolf. Are Wolves back in the hunt for Europe? No, Quick. not qu- not for me. Quick not answers. for me. Okay. No. Stu says, have you booked the day off work to watch Zack Snyder's Justice League in three weeks' time? I have not. I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, I know, I, know, I know the Justice League, but, like, I'm, you know, I'm not booking Justice the day Justice League is Marvel, it. right? Isn't it? I mean, I'm not, I'm not a huge... Justice League? No, is isn't Justice League DC? Oh, uh, is it? Is that different? I don't know. I get mixed up so, with so much stuff. So, yeah, the Marvel's somewhere else, isn't it? Is Marvel like Batman, Spider-Man and no, all that? Uh, no, Marvel is like Spider-Man, Superman. Like Spider-Man. Superman I can give or, give yeah, or take. Uh, Spider-Man, Superman, Incredible Hulk, Thor, okay. etc. Yeah. D- DC is like... Um, oh no, Superman isn't Marvel. So so DC is like Batman, Superman, uh, obviously the Joker and mm. yeah, all, that, all that, you know... Kind is that of. Justice League then? Is it? Is that is that, the, that, that the, kind the, of? Yeah, and then what, what's what's the Marvel one called? 
It's not the Guardians, is it? Oh, I can't think what it's called, but like Captain America, that's Marvel. Mm. Um, yeah. So okay, they have all these combinations of them, don't they? I yeah, mean, I lost just, interest, mate. I lost interest. I started watching them. I was enjoying them and like, you know, I enjoyed Iron Man and I enjoyed the Incredible Hulk, but then they made like another Incredible Hulk and then another Incredible Hulk and then a Spider-Man yeah, and a the, new version of Spider-Man. I'm like, I'm lost. I'm completely lost here. Um, yeah, I, I, did, think, I do like a superhero film. I but, like a Spider-Man. I've watched all the Spider-Mans and to be honest, I, I enjoy them. Um, Batman. The Tobey Tarby, Maguire ones. The Tobey Maguire ones are the best. Those are the older ones, but there's some new ones. There's Spider-Man Homecoming mm, that's been out. There's been three of them. They're actually very, very good, actually. There's a new one coming out um, uh, pretty soon. The last one had Jake Gyllenhaal in, I think, but it was very, mm. very, very good. Um, I like the Spider-Man one. Uh, the and uh, the Spider Into the Spider Spidey Spidey Verse or something like that, which was the cartoon version. Very good, very clever. Um, do enjoy them, but Batman, I think, is and Batman, I'll watch all day long. I mean, obviously, Batman Dark Knight Rises is an absolute classic. Um, but I think they're remaking Batman as well. I think the the it's who's it's the guy from um, the vampire film, whatever he's called. The guy from the vampire film. You know, yeah. you know who I'm talking about, don't you? The one no. from um, the vampire werewolf thing. What was that? Twilight. He's the uh, new Batman. I can picture his face. I can't. He's, he's the new Batman. But uh, Can't think yeah, of his name. he's going to be in. Um, he's the new Batman, but I think they're bringing back the Penguin and, and all that kind of thing. I love the Penguin. Danny DeVito, awesome Penguin, and Michelle Pfeiffer. Batman Returns, very, very good. But we're getting off topic anyway. Uh, probably not Stu, to be honest. Uh, no, but I'll no, probably watch it. That. I probably will watch it. You know, uh, I did watch the Cecil Hotel though, which Stu recommended last week. Um, and actually, I had I did actually know that story, uh, but it was it was in five parts. It was a lot more in detail. Um, I had watched it on another thing, but yeah, very, very interesting and definitely one to watch, I think, on Netflix. Um, right. What else have we got? Um, Craig says, thoughts on rumours surrounding Wolves is interest in Odilion Kasunu. Who? <laughs> never heard of him. <laughs> Odilion Kasunu. Uh, yeah, some centre-back from Club Bruges, I think. Oh, right, okay. Um, he's been linked with, you know... The usual suspects: Wolves, Manu, Arsenal. Mm. Um, yeah, I've not heard anything on on that really, and I don't really know anything about the player really to to, to speak to speak that much about him. He, he's a centre half. I think he played in Sweden a couple of years ago. He's been in Belgium a couple of years. He's had a bit of a breakthrough season, but the first of many links uh, to a Wolves centre back, I'm sure, as the I... summer progresses. I want someone more proven than that, really. Absolutely, yeah. I want, I want, yeah. I want a really good, proven, top quality superstar for twenty-five to thirty million quid. Yeah. Who's going to play every game? Who's not injured? Uh, Northern Wolf, with safety all but assured, should Nuno try to develop a secondary style of play formation, such as the back four, to prepare us better for next season, or would you like us to see us continue with the three-four-three in the hope that we can sneak into the Europa, but leave us without a plan B next year? Continue with the three-four-three, and then really look at the four in the summer. And and if you're gonna go with a four, sign players for a four. Mm. Um, Wolves really don't have the squad yet to to really cater for that system. And you know that we saw that they they were just too defensively. You know they were they were leaking goals way too frequently in that system and not really creating a hell of a lot more. To be honest, they were creating more, but. You know, now they've found this inverted winger system that you know that is been just as productive as being four three three was. So um, stick with this system now with the inverted wingers. Try and name the same team as as much as you can week in week out. Take that into the summer. 
try and get, and if you're going to seriously think about the four, sign players for it. Uh, well, on the back of that, uh, CNU Matic says, with most of our players likely going to their respective national setup for the Euros, what's the summer looking like for Nuno to get training time for the new formations players before next season starts? Yeah, it's a good one. I mean, all the Portuguese lot, I mean, so it'd be Matinho will go, when he, Neves, mm-hmm. Patricio, Semedo, Neto. Prob- probably Neto. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe at a push pedence, but probably not, considering mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. the attacking yeah. quality that they've got. Yeah. So there's five. Then Dendonka will go probably with Belgium. Mm-hmm. That's six. I think yeah, Cody. I think will probably squeeze in the England squad as well. Mm-hmm. So that's seven. So that's probably seven that are gone. I don't. I yeah. can't think of any more. I don't uh, think so. No, Bolly's pledged his allegiance to the Ivory Coast. So Morocco, Morocco. Morocco's Morocco, yeah. So, uh, so they're not going. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Raul's Mexican. Mm-hmm. So, as Johnny may get in the Spain squad at a push. Mm-hmm. And Traore will probably be in the Spain squad, actually. So that's eight. But I don't yeah. think Johnny will go. No. So that, that, that's probably eight. Mm. But, you know, that's just part and parcel of being a, a team with aspirations. Everybody will be in the same boat. This summer, you know what I mean. Any any team that has got high ambitions will have, you know, a, a half a dozen at least international players go away to Euro, uh, to the Euro. So it's just about coping with you. I mean, it, it's not ideal, but Wolves won't be alone, no. and it, it's not something that they can really use as an excuse at the start mm-hmm. of the, the next season because every any team with aspirations will be in exactly the same position. Yeah, uh, Brian answered your question about Doc earlier on. Um, I quite like this on Peter Bradburn. Uh, he says, tactics-wise, any reason on corners we don't leave a dammer up front, then they would have to put an extra man on him. Also, we have to tar- we have you know target for Rui to aim at for the quick break. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, who, who are they leaving up at the minute? Neto. I I'll have to have a bit of a more of a look at that because yeah, that's, that, good, uh, that, uh, that's a good point. Because how's that? Right, you'd have to have you'd have to have two on him because you know you you bang the ball up, where he gets the ball, catches it, and, and bangs it up, and you, yeah. you hit it down the line. I know he's going to win the ball. He's going to get to the ball first, and it's not either the two defenders. So you'd have to have a second one covering him. Because Jose does come back, so it's not Jose staying up. Because mm. Jose does tend to come back and tends to tends to win headers in mm. in in the, in the defensive box. So I think yeah. I, I, I think think there could be something in that. Wolves, they've never really done that though, have they? They, no. they always tend to take the time from from you now. Patricio gathers, he'll he'll kind of calm down the situation and yeah. But oh, there could be something in that, definitely. Um, Paul Madsall, can we hope for a live podcast evening in the summer of restrictions allow? Oh, wouldn't that be nice, Paul? Wouldn't that be nice? Listen up next week though, mate. I might have some uh, some information for you uh, to to keep you to keep you ticking over. Uh, Rouse every weekend says who from the under-23s is most likely to appear in the first team next season <laughs> I had a look at the, the team that played yesterday uh, I'd probably say Nigel Lomwike he's probably I mean he's been in the squad a few times I'd imagine we'll probably see him pop up good old Nige good, what's <laughs> yeah, good old Nige he, yeah he's one that they've got high hopes for centre-half kind of well built already, only eighteen. I mean, you look at him and he looks like Van Dyke. I mean, I know that's another not in terms of how he plays. I mean, I haven't seen him play, but he just looks like Van Dyke. You know, a big, big, tall Dutch lad, um, same hairstyle, 
Like, you know, you can kind of see that he, he, he may well be modelling himself on, on Van Dyke, to be honest. I mean, that's a good that's a good model to aspire to. So, um, yeah, I think we could see a bit of, a bit of, a bit of him next season. He's been on the bench a few times anyway uh, this, this season. I think, you know, maybe in the Cup, you know, try and try and kind of uh, introduce him a little bit. Uh, and, uh, yeah, there's a few. I think Corbiano will eventually get a, a few first-team minutes. But you know, if they're yeah, they're looking at kind of big pro- kind of projects. I think um, I think I think Lomwijk is um, is one of those. Otto Sawi. Well, he's kind of a first team player now, anyway. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I was gonna say, but I mean, would he have played? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, I mean, Hampton, yeah, I mean, I asked, no, I asked no know about him, and um, there'll be a few quotes appearing in the paper in the next couple of days just about mm. his developments. But I mean, not, you know, just. It just kind of he's happy with how he's going, but you know that they're, they're just kind of taking their time with him. But he, yeah, I think he Wolves class him as a first team player now. You know what I mean? Although he's not playing. Well, yeah, I've been asking to get some minutes then, Joe. I mean, how is he a first team yeah. player when he hasn't, he hasn't he hasn't featured since Brighton? Well, because he's not playing for the twenty threes. That's 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 what I mean. You know, mm. he, he's. You know, he could have easily played for the twenty threes yesterday, and he didn't. Mm. So. Um, He's part of fully integrated into the first team group. Mm. He's not playing for the first team per se, but he's mm. considered a, a first team member now. Speaking of going all of my timeline saying Daft Punk call it quits after twenty eight years. Yes, they have. Yeah, yeah. No, I've never heard of him. What? Daft Punk. It's just it's on my picture. These two guys what? with the, with motorcycle you, masks on. Are you kidding me? You, I've never heard of them. Daft Punk. Who are they? Is, is it a band? Is it? Like DJs, it looks like two guys who look like the Stig from um, Top Gear. This guy, man, I've never heard of them. Are they? Are they good? Everybody's going crazy. I've never heard of them. Have you heard one more time? One more time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's them. Oh right. Okay. That's I probably quite the... like that song. Yeah, they've had a lot of hits over the years. I well, mean, how, how do you know who they are if they've got bloody helmets on? He walks straight past that's, you. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's the is this man... like this marshmallow man or whatever? It is a bit like that, is it? A bit, I guess so, yeah. He's probably copied them, eh? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean... I They're know. two. Well, everybody knows kind of who they are. They're two French blokes. But... Two daft French blokes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the French are they? See, I couldn't. I have absolutely no idea, mate. To be honest, um, I'll stick to my. I'll stick to my ninety-minute pop pop rides on Peloton, mate, with Brittany and a bit of Christine and, uh, and a bit Christ. of Beyonce, shall I? Okay, yeah. uh, last couple of questions before we go on to Newcastle. Um, uh, Jay says, non-football related, but as a man who seems to know about healthy food and dieting, do you recommend overnight oats? And what's your recipe and why? Yes, Jay. Uh, bang some um, bang some whole grain oats into a little a little tub, a little Tupperware tub. Um, add some. Uh, this is open. This is before you go to bed. Put some oat milk or almond milk in there. Uh, mix it in. Stick it in the fridge. Wait until the morning. Happy days. Put some berries on there. Some raspberries or some blueberries or both. A little bit of teaspoon maybe of almond butter on there. A little bit of low-fat honey or some manuka honey. Job done. Happy days. There's a nice big coffee. There's your breakfast, son. Um, last one. It is. Adam, assuming we may have to move on one or two players this summer to bring in three or four, who would be the most likely players to leave, Joe? I think we touched on this last week, didn't mm. we? If there was a situation where you, you've you got three, as I say, prized assets at Wolves, you've got ne- Neves, Neto and Traore. 
I think if you had to lose one, I don't, I don't think I'd want to lose any of them, but I think it'd probably be Traore at the three. Um, just because, I, I, he, you know, he, he's a fantastic player. Again, he's the top dribbler in Europe. I mean, he's, he's took, took on more men than Messi again this season. But, you know, whether it's his fault or not, I mean, I think it's not entirely his fault at all, but he's yet to register a goal or an assist in the Premier League. And, um, you know, as where Neto has been, you know, kind of the the, the star of, you know, he's leading the way in goals and assists. Yes, he can score more and he's, I think, you know, he'll want to score more next season, but um, the building blocks are there and Neves really is, you know, kind of, while he, even if he's not at his best, he's, he's, you know, he has the the potential to change a game and really kind of start to dictate play. So, um, if he was to lose one, I don't want to lose any of them, um, and I don't. And this is not saying Wolf should lose any of them, but if there was one that needed to to, to be sold, I think it probably would be Traore. Right, Newcastle Wolves, Joe. Saturday night football, eight o'clock, baby. Uh, look, Newcastle lost three out of the last four, mate. Uh, if Wolves are going to go on a run, they've got to win this game. They go there with full of confidence now. I say full, getting fuller of confidence um, with recent results. Uh, look, Newcastle, um, I mean, look, they're, they're in a relegation fight. Three points between them and Fulham and uh, an inferior goal difference. This is a big game for them. Um, I, th- I think Wolves could go there and win there. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, you watch Newcastle without Callum Wilson, mm. they just don't, they just don't have a focal point. I mean, no. we'll have to see what his fitness is like. I'm not quite quite sure what his situation is. Oh no, he's out, mate. He's out. Oh, he, oh he's out. Oh, yeah, well, he's six the, weeks out. Yeah. Well, there you go. Then. Um, so yeah, I, I think you know if they've not got him, they've you know it's Joe Linton or it's Gale or it's Carroll. Yeah. I mean. None of them have had a consistent win in the team or consistently mm. scored any goals. So Maxim, Maxim's your guy to watch, isn't he? And uh, uh, yeah. Maximani's Amiron, yeah, to an extent. Mm. Um, but you know that they are a you know very much a beatable team, and especially mm. especially in the in the way that they're going at the minute. So um, with Newcastle, if you get that first goal, their head seem to drop at yeah. the minute, and yeah. um, you know I think. We obviously saw a much better first half against Leeds. I mean, it didn't didn't result in a you know in a, in a first half goal, but you know it was um, it was a it was a much better first half. So if you can um, if you can replicate that, get shots off, and uh, get that first goal in that game, I think that goes a long way. And look, Wolves have got the record now. They always score first. Now they've scored first in the last one game. So you know, <laughs> it's, uh, this new this new trend would be lovely if they can do that. Um, Team wise, Joe, do you expect to see the same? Starting eleven. Yeah, I don't see any reason to change. I mean, oh, nice Wolf... to name the same side, so we could do it three times in a row. I think Nuno will be delighted to be doing that. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I f- still think it will probably be too soon for for Bolly and Pedence. Okay. Um, but even if they are able to play some sort of pass, you know, there's no need to to rush them back in or or anything like that. I mean, obviously Marcel will see how he is. He might not be fit enough to make the squad, but. You know that doesn't that doesn't impact the start in eleven. So see, I know it would just be the substitution you'd have thought at, at sixty or seventy five. Yeah, and and then you know one of the young lads probably either Longwike or Richards or some would just be on the bench as a bit more defensive cover. But um, yeah, I, I think that in terms of the starting eleven, there's there's no need to change at all. 
It's Newcastle against Wolverhampton Wanderers. Nathan Judah, can I have your prediction, please? Yes, you may. I'm going to say it's Newcastle United 1, Wolverhampton Wanderers 2. Joseph Edwards. I'm going to copy you. Yeah. Ah, I'm gonna, yeah. nice. Well, last time we copied each other, it was 3-2 to Wolf. So we got the, well, the scoreline wrong, but we got the result right. So if we can well, do that again. Yep, yeah, I'll take that. We'll yeah. be happy days. Uh, Joe, thank you very much, mate. Uh, back next week uh, with our special announcement, hopefully, uh, for episode 199. So make sure, stay tuned. Spread the love. Spread the word. Give us a review, whatever people do. Uh, apparently, you've got to follow things. I don't really get involved with that. I just If you listen, you listen. I, I don't really care. Maybe we'll, maybe I'll be told from higher powers that I need to start doing that. But for now, just enjoy it. Enjoy it, because we do. We love it. We love you guys. Have a great weekend. From me, from Joe, take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>